Welcome to the Enya Sisters podcast. This is episode three. Today is homeschooling like a boss. I'm Jenny Wigglesworth. And I'm Kelly White. And we're going to go ahead and get started right away. Today we are talking about all nine Enneagram types, of course, but we're going to do things a little bit differently. Instead of talking about them in order from one to nine, we are going to talk about them in order of their triads. So the first triad that we are going to speak to is the gut and anger triad. All right. And the gut and anger triad are types eight, nine, and one. So we're going to start with type eight today, the challenger. And um, being in that gut anger triad, you as a type eight are really close to your anger and you express it outwardly. So this is something, if you're homeschooling, that will be a challenge for you, and you'll need to watch and be careful um, with harshness, as you're probably very aware of, and reacting from that gut anger place. Right, and for eights especially, because eights externalize things, you're really going to want to go to those securities most. Uh, When you are secure, you appear as a helper, like a type 2 Uh, Those are going to be invaluable character traits to those kiddos, having the strength of an eight and the growth of a two. Um, We encourage you to accept that you may be out of control. This may be an arena that you've never been in before. Homeschooling is, you know, it's a huge handle to take on. And accepting that you may be out of control at times is okay. And giving yourself grace in those moments is what we want for you. Understand that the quote, go big or go home may not always work with kids, right? We need to understand that sometimes the little things are going to matter more than the big things. And challenge is beneficial. So really dive in to those challenging character traits that make you who you are. Make your charts, create your schedules, and really celebrate those wins together. Yeah, so as a type eight, what you want most is control as you probably know. Um, This can work for you or it can work against you when thinking about our topic of homeschooling today. Um, You're great at getting things done and leading, but remember that your kids can also help you lead. Exactly. Those moments of challenge that you're going to come across, remind yourself that it's okay to take a break, that it's okay to let some things go. Refer back to those goals that you created together with your kiddos or your child and give everyone grace, including yourself. It's important to lean into your tender side, which I know is challenging for you, but you're going to need this more than ever, in particular with your older kids that may be trying to figure things out on their own and they may be coming young adults themselves, they need you right now. They need to see that you are a human, that you're tender, and that you're there for them. And I also wanna point out that if you are a working parent, keep those communication lines open. Um, Don't feel bad that you have chosen to stay at work and that you have someone else homeschooling your kiddos or whatever situation that might look like. There's no judgment there, but open lines of communication are going to be key in keeping those relationships vital and vibrant. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, So some tips for type eight if you are homeschooling. Simplify is a big deal for you. So You probably have big goals. You're used to being able to reach them easily. 
but now you're homeschooling, which includes kids. So simplify your schedule. Make a really easy schedule together. Make it fun. Maybe have them write it down with some markers and stickers. Um, this will help everybody know what to expect and help you ease back on pressure and feeling like you need to get more things done. And also take a little time for yourself to relax a little bit every day. Yep, exactly. Moving on, right? All right, type nine is also in the anger gut triad. Although nines handle their anger by kind of forgetting about it and avoiding it, falling asleep to their anger, if you will. Um, it can also make them a little passive aggressive because they're ignoring that they're actually angry. So the best things nines can do for this to combat their anger is just to be honest about how they're actually feeling. And this might come up a lot with homeschooling. Right, exactly. And to tap into those secure moments, you do become the achiever. So similar to a type three. And that achiever is so needed when you're homeschooling. You are able to cheerlead your kids and help them believe in themselves as you are believing in yourself as a new possible homeschool parent. Uh, let go of those people-pleasing ways. Remember, these are your kids and they need you to be their parent. They need you to have some strict rules. Mm -hmm. So give yourself time to set those routines and stick to them. That consistency is going to go such a long way for your relationship with them, their respect as you or to you as a parent, and now also a new homeschool teacher, right? And then prioritize. You're not going to be able to do everything, so just prioritize what is important and give yourself time to get those um, most important things done. Right. So what nines need most is to feel harmony. And how do you get that harmony you so desire while trying to be a homeschool parent? Well, our top tip is discipline and scheduling. Those don't have to be stressful. You can keep it simple and fun. You can even use a scheduling app or phone reminders. Um, it's important to be consistent. And whatever you decide um, to do with your homeschool, you'll be most successful by keeping your plan every day, doing the same things every day, um, keeping structure, keeping boundaries. Those can really um, help your kids know what to do and help you know what to expect, which will give you the peace that you crave. Right. And when you are in stress, just remember to communicate your feelings. Try not to keep it all inside. Don't forget about it, but let them see that you are human. Um, your kids are going to need you and continue to tap into that three and say no when you need to say no. Um, like Kelly mentioned, being in con constant communication with those around you, whether it's your spouse, your close friends, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be so needed for you to be communicating your feelings with those people in your life rather than internalizing the anger and the disappointment. Um, that's going to help you be the best version of yourself for those kids. And remember that you really matter. Right. So moving on to type one. Um, type ones are also in the gut and anger triad. However, they internalize their anger. Um, however, they also express themselves honestly and openly. So if you're a type one, you crave perfection which can be an interesting challenge as a homeschool parent. Yes, the internalization of holding grudges um, can be detrimental to your ability to homeschool and parent. 
So lean into those securities because when you are secure, you become a fun person, similar to a type seven. Really let that entertainer out. You've already got all those fun perfectionist tools in your wheelhouse. So mm-hmm. let's let the opportunity to play occur. Mm-hmm. You know, don't treat the schedule like your Bible. Try to multitask less and make the focus on the kiddos. Let those be your wins. We all know that type ones need a win. They need a check off that they have done really great things day to day, right? And so let making the focus on the kiddos be the win. Details and goals are priceless, right? They're going to need those. They're going to get those achievements and they're needed when we're talking about school and academics. So remind them that they are awesome as long as they're trying their best. Let your guard down and your high ideals down so that you can really just be successful in those small achievements. Right. So just reiterating what Jenny said, letting go of high standards um, for yourself and for your kids and letting go of that fear of imperfection. We're all imperfect. We're all trying to do our best and it's okay to have mistakes and it's really good for your kids to see that you mess up sometimes too because that's going to help them understand that they can learn from their mistakes. And also, as Jenny said, embracing your fun side is going to be really important during this time. Remember that silly thing that you like to do with them and just really let go. Right, Um, because we're all going to have stress. So when you are in stress, don't let the other moms and their agendas drive you into jealousy. This -hmm. is going to be a common thing for type 1s. Maybe get off of social media. Maybe surround yourself with those people in your life that really support you and commend you for what you are doing. Focus on what you're doing great and share it. Share it with yourself and share it with your kiddos. Uh, You don't have to be perfect to be good. In fact, kids need to see you mess up. Right. So moving on to type two um, and a different triad. They're in the heart triad, which means they see the world through their feelings. Um, Type twos are going to focus on the feelings of others, not themselves. Yeah, they, when they're secure, they really do become individualistic, like the fours. Uh, they're investing in themselves and their joy. So when, they, when you see a joyful two, you know that they are taking time out for themselves. That helps them be more confident and really be their best. So they can be their best parent, their best friend, and their best version of themselves. This confidence is also going to help boost your children's confidence. So... Really set aside time to do your own creative thing. Type twos, as you may know, if you are a type two, love the creative. So help that inner spirit come alive. Help your child maybe even do some of these creative things with your children. Mm -hmm. Your passions can become their passions. And if not, they can at least become something that you do together. Use those gifts to really be there and make it about them. Don't be too hard on yourself. You have that self-critical side, and when you take it to that self-critical side, it can be detrimental to what you're trying to do with your children. So try to let go of that if you can, and be more about how and when your child needs to vocalize things. Because when you are confident and you are living in your joy, you're going to see moments when your child really needs you. And especially during these times, they're going to want to vocalize their feelings and they're going to need you as a listening ear. 
So be confident in who you are and focus on why you're helping. Right. So what type twos need the most is to feel like they are, quote, enough. Um, type twos will do anything to get that feeling. And um, as you probably know, you are naturally good at planning days with the kids. And so homeschooling might come naturally to you. You will serve them tirelessly and do anything that they need. Um, some tips for you as a homeschool parent. Um, take some guilt-free self-care time away from your kids. Set boundaries between you as a homeschool parent and your identity as you as a person without your kids. And also find a homeschool group to connect with and socialize with. You really need that socialization and positivity and support from other parents who are also doing this along with you. Yeah, exactly. I think when uh, type two is in stress, it's really important to take that time out. Like you said, mm -hmm. as long as they're taking that time out for themselves to get that needed, you know, that confidence build, then they are able to help become that better person for everyone around them. So really take time for yourself, whether that is in a group or just doing a creative project. It's going to be so, so valuable for you and your kiddos in the long run. Right. So type three, moving on, is also in the heart triad. Um, type threes have trouble recognizing feelings of their own and feelings of others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the detrimental point of that is you really have to do some soul searching as a type three, right? You've got to get into that security where you become a positive loyalist, similar to a type six, where you start to care about what's best for the group rather than just yourself. That's going to be so important for you to tap into, especially as a homeschool parent, because you are now a group. You may have been a solo person prior, but now your kids are home at least part of the week and you are now working as a group. So really tapping into the six strengths. Think about your group rather than your own needs. Create a schedule that harmonizes with everyone. That's a natural skill set of yours, setting schedules, checking off lists. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to use those skills um, to their fullest in this capacity. Tap into those achiever moments of getting it done. And try not to compare notes. It's really easy for you to get on social media and look at what all the other social media moms are doing, how they're homeschooling, getting on TikTok, doing whatever they're doing. Try not to compare notes because that's going to bring you out of your security and into your average or even your stress mode. So try to focus on what you're doing. Um, think best try over perfection or A's or what it looks like on the outside. Remember, you are molding and shaping children here and it's no longer just about yourself. Right. So what the type three needs most is outside approval to feel valued, which this can be really hard as a homeschool parent because most likely your kids are not going to give you great feedback or encouragement as you're doing all this hard work to make it happen in the day. But remind yourself that your worth is not based on approval. Mm -hmm. Right. When you are in stress, these are just some of your triggers, which as a three, you'll know, you start to lose motivation, which can be detrimental to your children. So as a homeschool mom, again, um, try not to get to that area where you are stressed and you are, you know, losing interest in 
everything because it becomes that dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, But stay away from those things that bring you down, like Kelly is saying, and connect with those people and those things in your life that really build you up, that create positive energy for you. Your kids need you right now. So I would recommend, we would recommend meditating, journaling, creating a focus point where you can write out things that you are achieving. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course, surrounding yourself by people that are very approving and are definitely complimenting you on what you are doing. And remember that you're loved for who you are and not for what you do. Right. So some more tips for type three, Um, write down some affirmations for yourself. Embrace the slow pace for your homeschool with your kids without pressure, without comparing. Remember, each day can be an accomplishment all on its own. Make small goals with your kids that you can celebrate together when you reach them. And also, as Jenny said, find a supportive group of other parents who can encourage you. Great. So moving on to type four, our last one in the heart triad. Um, fours tend to concentrate on their own feelings and go inwardly and sometimes escape that way into their deep feelings. Yes, and in security, they grow to a type one where they are confident, assured, disciplined, and centered. That's going to be so key in teaching those kiddos. Um, Using their uniqueness Uh, to have fun, creative drama, art. You can really tap into that. And then again, when you are feeling strength and security, you can grab that scheduling and and do what works for you. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be the same every day. Do what makes sense for you. It's okay to tap into both sides and to allow for your unique side to have fun with the kids. Maybe because you are a four, your homeschool mom life looks so much different than your friends who are ones and eights and threes because you do want to play more. You do want to have a unique environment. Maybe you decorate a room, create a fun space for them. Let go of the comparisons. Stay in your great, healthy, secure mode and write out what you love about you. You know, Maybe even have your kiddos do this with you. It'll be so empowering for your personality and it will keep you in that mode of security and of of great homeschooling and parenting. Right. So type four, you really need to feel connected and engaged. On this homeschool journey, try not to think about what you're missing out on. See the beauty in the day that you have, which you're so good at doing and embracing the beauty and originality around you. Really make your homeschool yours. Like Jenny said, play to your creative strengths. Mm-hmm. And in stress, go ahead and journal. Um, I know we're talking about these stress and secure moments for all of the types, but we're all going to come under stress. Let's be honest. This is a new thing. This is going to be challenging, and we will have moments when we're not in secure places. And give yourself grace in those moments, whatever type you are. But if you are a type four and you are in stress, journal. Reassure yourself that you are enough and communicate the needs of reassurance often. Meditation is also great for balancing, balancing your energy inside and out. And remind yourself to love yourself and love those kids the way that you want to be loved. Right. And some last tips for type four. Um, Make a fun playlist for the day. This will help keep your mood upbeat. 
um, connect with other parents regularly um, to help you feel connected and engaged with others, like you're not missing out. And that daily reflection, like Jenny was talking about journaling, meditating is really going to help you. And also try to keep a schedule um, that's consistent. Whatever you choose to do, just try to do it every day. Yep, great. Um, type 5 is in the head triad, um, driven by fear. Fives externalize and relate to the world through the mind. They tend to plan and think carefully before acting. Exactly. And when they are secure, they move to eight, that outspoken, physically present type. This could be a huge strength for those kids as you're homeschooling because you've got both the security and sound mind. You're getting both the five and the eight, which is so good as a teacher. These, this type is a natural teacher. Kelly and I have shared in previous podcasts that our mom is a type five and she's also a teacher, ironically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they love sharing their knowledge, so use that. Allow for your space to be a healthy space of, of knowledge, learning new things, experiencing new things. Allow for, I mean, to really tap into all of those great things that make you a type five right now because you are that type that can educate. And be okay with not knowing. There's going to be moments, depending on the age of your child, where you may not have all of the answers. Mm -hmm. This is a great opportunity for growth, not only for you, but for your children. And let your guard down. It's okay to tap into the strength of the eight and become a leader and not live in fear, but be courageous and share with your kiddos. You have such a creative side, make it personal and show them that it's okay to have fun. It's okay to do this, even if you're not learning every single second of the day. Really tap into that fun side when you can. Right. So what fives need most is to feel knowledgeable. So if you are a five homeschooling, you probably already have it all planned out. You've probably also already considered everything that might go wrong. So use your strengths as a planner to make a great schedule for your day. Yes, and as Kelly mentioned, stick to those plans. You know, when you go to stress, you're going to want to ditch the plan and you're going to feel very insecure and get into a fight or flight type mode. We don't want that for you. So in order to avoid that, stick to the plan, take time out for yourself because fives really do need that downtime mm -hmm. and understand and acknowledge that you don't have to know it all. Again, that's going to be a great learning point for you and your kids. And something that's great for fives to really connect with their bodies is to do yoga, something like mm -hmm. yoga, something, if you don't like yoga, go running in the morning, something that is just yours that is active, that connects your mind to your muscles. It's really going to help you be a well-rounded self. Connecting to your emotions is also one of my biggest, our biggest tips. Hug those kiddos and tell them that you're proud of them every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a couple more tips for type five. Um, like Jenny said, add in that alone time into your schedule. Actually write it down that you're going to take at least one hour every day to have quiet time by yourself to regenerate because you really need that. It's going to give you energy for the rest of your day and you'll feel so much better. Also, take time to engage and be attentive. Sometimes you can really get stuck in your head and your kids need you to be with them. So remember to be in the present and 
engage with them. And also give yourself grace, um, as Jenny said, when you don't know something. Mm -hmm. And moving on to type six, also in the head triad. Um, six is internalize their fear um, and also experience the world through their mind and our planners and thinkers, similar to the five. Yes, and in security, they act as a nine. They feel less anxious and they see life from a different perspective. So we encourage you to really tap into that. Everything is going to be all right. Assure yourself and assure your kids. Maybe even write that statement out above your bed in your bathroom, somewhere where you can see it every day because there are so many changes and you are in that fear triad. It's important as a type six to remember that everything is going to be all right. And it is okay to not know exactly what's going to happen. Um, it's okay to not have control over every single situation. Um, sixes are so great at being organized and logical. That's going to really help with the homeschool home front. Reassure the kids, even when days are, quote, off, that, they're, that things are going to be okay. Again, that reiteration of okay is so key. Focus on big picture, right? There are going to be moments, probably many moments in the day that are not going to go as planned. Brush them off. Mm -hmm. Again, say, it's okay. Think big picture. Get rid of your worst case scenarios. Mm -hmm. That can be one of the best things that you do for yourself and your kids. And communicate the schedules and goals. Um, that will help you. And then it will also help your kids be on the same page. Because you do crave that control. It will let go of some of that fear knowing that you have some kind of schedule. And then make time for yourself. Just like fives, sixes need that alone time. That time to decompress, to listen to their emotions, to kind of let go. And just have a breath of fresh air. So take time for that. Right. So what sixes need most is to feel secure above all. So some tips if you're homeschooling, um, be intentional about stepping back and letting your kids just be kids. It's okay, like Jenny said, if you have an off day, just give yourself some grace. It's going to be okay. Um, we know you already have a great schedule planned, so mm -hmm. keep to it. This will give you a sense of security, knowing what is next. And also, um, just to reiterate, don't imagine those worst case scenarios. It's not helpful for you and it's not helpful for your kids. Just let what happens happen and leave room for mistakes so you can celebrate and get through them together with your kids. Working through mistakes is a great life lesson. Um, and also a great tip is connecting weekly with another friend or mom who's also homeschooling or just someone that... Um, can bounce ideas off with you, um, can support you, and you can talk about your struggles. Right. And as mentioned, when you are in stress, go ahead and just let go of whatever's going on and do something active. That can really help, again, connect your mind to body. This is important for, I think, more important for the fear head triad than any other because they seem to not be so connected with the mind body and doing something active will reconnect the physical energy with the mind energy. So whether it's doing yoga, running, go and do something, it's going to fulfill both your need to have alone time and your need to connect with yourself. 
Um, and then celebrate little wins in a big way, okay? When you don't stress out one day, celebrate that. When you let go of little commitments that meant such a big deal to you but really weren't that big of a deal, celebrate that. Celebrate those little wins in a big way. And then tune out your unnecessary stress, right? If social media, TV, anything is getting in the way of the big picture, which is you and your kids and that relationship, tune it out, get rid of the unnecessary noise. And then last but not least, as said before, everything will be all right. <laughs> right, great tips. Uh, our last type this time, type seven is our last type in the head fear triad. Um, sevens tend to forget their fears and just move on to the fun. They don't wanna deal with it. They want, want to avoid anything that doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm, insecurity. Sevens become healthy fives. They stop consuming and they start contributing. This is a great opportunity, homeschooling, for type sevens. Um, honestly, there may be type seven homeschool moms and dads out there, but unless this is part of your repertoire of things that you think are fun, you're probably not homeschooling, and you probably never thought that you would be homeschooling. But guess what? Now you have a great opportunity to be a part of something like your child's education. And it is huge, right? So tap into that one type and let's just get it done. You know, instead of making it a chore, figure out ways to make it fun. Understanding that the joy that you are giving those kids is a gift and it can be received by them by setting boundaries and rewards practical ways of applying schoolwork and then having those adventures afterwards. You're pretty much the best of both worlds if you really want to be. Mm -hmm. And then again, be honest with your kids about what is going to happen and what expectations are. They know you as a type seven, so they probably know you as a fun parent. And now you are going to be homeschooling. So with homeschooling is not always fun. So it is your job to make it a game, but also have those boundaries around expectations. Right, so uh, what sevens need most is to feel happy wherever they are. So if you're a seven and you've chosen to homeschool or you find yourself in this situation, you're most likely feeling like everyone else out there is having all the fun without you. You're missing out. Well, let me tell you, you aren't. <laughs> For that matter, so many of us are in your boat. Um, a good tip for you, first of all, is to find a group of other homeschoolers. You will feel less alone. You'll feel like you're having fun together. You're doing this together, and you really need that togetherness feeling. And then also, as Jenny said, make it fun. You're so good at this. Turn school into a game. Do work at the park. Take field trips, as many as you want, to teach your kids things. Um, do sticker charts or fun playlists throughout the day. Take a bike ride for recess. Get creative. You're so good at that. And remember, um, to preserve your schedule, you need to say no to some things. Some things that you may want to do, some things that are fun, you're going to have to learn how to say no so that you can say yes to the things that you need to, which are your kids and your goals right now. And speaking of goals, also make small achievable goals with your kids so that you can have something to celebrate together when you reach those. Right. And when you do come across stress, some of these were mentioned, don't play the sympathy card. Acknowledge your feelings, but recognize the truth. We are all in this together. We're all having to homeschool, whether we chose it or not. And there's so many great opportunities that lie therein. 
Try not to compare yourself to other parents. Acknowledge that pain and disappointment are unavoidable. It is a struggle for your type to always want to have fun. But guess what? Sometimes life isn't fun and that's okay, right? That's a learning opportunity. And then last but not least, acknowledge your fears, but anticipate that joy. Right. And lastly, um, we just want to say everyone, no matter what type you are, can use support. So um, reach out to groups in your area, online, even here we can support you. Um, It's good just to talk about how things are going, what's going on with you. And play to your strengths, no matter what type you are. You know your kids best, and you know yourself best. So listen to your intuition. You can do this, and you can be successful at homeschooling. That's right. Thank you again for listening. You can always find our Enia Sisters podcast on our website at enneasisters.com. And we hope to have you on next time.